Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Verses 2 and 3. Then Moses summoned Bezalel and Ohaliab and every skilled person to whom the Lord had given ability and who is willing to come and do the work. They received from Moses all the offerings the Israelites had brought to carry out the work constructing the sanctuary. And the people continued to bring free will offering morning after morning. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to preach uh, this morning using as a subject, you are too gifted not to get it. You are too gifted not to get it. I need you to encourage the person beside you. Just look them in the eye tell them you are way too gifted not to get it. Look at the person on the other side and tell them with all the gifts you have you gotta get it. Yeah, you are um, too gifted not to get it. In the possession of every industrious creative, right next to the Bible, every creative needs uh, this book by Delano A. Johnson. The book, I want you to write it down, is called Talented and Broke. Talented and Broke. I need you to get that book. I need you to read and devour it before the year is over. Talented and Broke. Ten keys to unlocking your creative earning potential. Ten keys to unlocking your creative earning potential. I was in New York the other day and I ran into a, a friend of mine who is an accomplished music producer. I hadn't seen him in years. And the last time that I uh, saw him uh, pre-pandemic, I told him about a young lady who I'd heard sing, who I recommended he needed to sign immediately. I hadn't seen him since that time. And I asked him, whatever happened to that young lady I introduced you to? She could sing the horns off of a billy goat. He said, bro, she will come to the studio, sit in the studio and watch the X Factor and the voice on YouTube and would bemoan how she was way more talented than all of them, and she was. She would turn on satellite radio and give heavy critique on lackluster vocals that were peaking and repeatedly streaming. I queried if she's that good, why didn't you sign her? And to my astonishment, he said that he couldn't hear this because she was attracted to show business but didn't want to learn the music business. She was so comfortable in her ability 
that she would just post music randomly on social media with no strategy and believe that if she just got discovered or went viral, all of her ambitions would be met. She refused to study trends, map out release dates, get a stylus, or monitor how much content she would release. He said he realized early on, hear this, she wasn't committed to being successful. She was not committed to being successful. She was just committed to being famous. There are a whole lot of people who really don't want to be successful. They just want to be famous. Millions of pieces of music are being transacted every minute. But if you just focus on the big names like Beyonce and Rihanna and Usher and Kirk Franklin and J. Cole, you'll miss that the lion's share of content that is being sold and streamed is being sold and streamed of independent artists who never fill up stadiums. You have to come to grips with the fact that your success may not come with a stage. Your success may not come with a stage. A whole crop of creatives are in a crunch. A lot of talented people are sustained by eating toast. A gazillion gifted people are just getting by. And it's almost embarrassing how many innovators are settling for minimum wage. But none of that is going to happen to you. There is too much gift on your life for God to let you resign yourself to a mediocre life. The Lord told uh, a stuttering liberator by the name of Moses in Exodus 35 that they needed to build something great for the Lord. And he showed them Exhibit A, a young man by the name of Baziel, which means, Baziel means a shadowed protection of the Lord. He lifts up a young man named Baziel, and Baziel's name is translated to be shadowed protection of the Lord. You find his name in Psalm 91, verse 1. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, here it is, under the Baziel of the Almighty, being under the shadow of God. Moses announced to the entire church that the spirit of the Lord was on Baziel. The spirit of the Lord is on the ones that hide in the shadows and are not trying to be in the light. He says, hear this. He says, the anointing is on Baziel. When Jesus gave his first sermon, he declared that the spirit of the Lord was upon him to preach good news. But that's not the testimony of this gentleman. The Spirit of the Lord is on him, according to the text, the Spirit of the Lord is on him with wisdom and understanding. 
Spirit of God got on him to fill him with knowledge. The Bible says he is anointed with a skill set. He's got the anointing for knowledge and the anointing for wisdom. Knowledge is knowing tomatoes are a fruit and not a vegetable. That's knowledge. Knowledge is knowing tomatoes are a fruit. Wisdom is knowing don't put tomatoes in fruit salad. <laughs> between knowledge and wisdom. But he has knowledge, not just knowledge, he has wisdom and he has skills. And his skills come from the Holy Spirit. Skills to engrave, skills to sculpt, skills to sew, skills to weave, skills to embroider, skills to build. He didn't go to school to learn it. He didn't get mentored in it. He is anointed to do it. Here's what is amazing. The Lord chose him to be anointed in that ability. I want you to lift up your hand. Your pastor wants to speak a blessing over your life. I pray over every lifted hand in this room and online that the Lord will douse you with an anointing of skill sets. That your skill sets will be marketable in the marketplace. That God will anoint you with wisdom as to where to apply them and the knowledge as to how you ought to apply them. I pray that God will anoint you with gifts that don't match your training, your skill set, your background, your pedigree, or any previous experience. That your anointing will become evident when you begin to apply your anointing to your assignment. Those of you who believe that God can give you an anointing to do work in an extra amazing way, will you give God glory for it even right now? That ain't for your neighbor, that's for you. I said for the anointing you have. The reason why y'all don't know how to clap is you assume all anointings are for the microphone. There's a different anointing that you're gonna have to have in this season. I'm telling you, while people are losing jobs, you will be in demand. While folk are trying to look for an opportunity, they are going to be tracking you down. What you know how to do, nobody else in your department is good at doing it, and they don't even understand this is not a skill, this is an anointing. The anointing that you carry that God gave you while you were in your mother's womb, and you're going to sit there acting like you can't find a job I speak over you a job is looking for you an assignment is looking for you headhunters are looking for you what's on you nobody else possesses he says I am going to use the anointing on you hear this I am going to use the anointing on you to build the church. The anointing on you is going to make the church strong and is going to make the church great. 
Now I need you to hear who says this. Moses makes the declaration. Moses makes the declaration because God was saying to that church what he is saying now to the 21st century church. He said, hear this, preaching is not going to build this church. Y'all don't like this. Miriam is there, who is uh, Moses' sister, who is the head of the liturgical dance team. And he said, shouting is not going to build this church. Y'all not ready for the uppercut. He said, creatives are going to build this church. People who think outside of the box and operate to a completely different rhythm are the ones that God is getting ready to use in this season. Those of you that got puffed up egos and ambition because you can quote all the scriptures in the world, but you ain't good for nothing. God says, I'm getting ready to raise up some folk who will do it a completely different way and have a completely different heartbeat and a completely different passion. I feel like I'm preaching to some creatives in here that have no idea that whatever gift you got, God will use it for ministry. You may be seated softly, musicians. It says, I'm not going to use preaching. I am not going to use singing. I am going to use people who have an underused gift. It's not just an underused gift, it is an undervalued gift. And the Lord says, I'm putting all of that on Beziel. But the Lord determined that when you are gifted, one of the most frustrating things you will have as a gifted person is the curse of isolation. You don't know how lonely it is to be gifted by yourself. I better put it another way. You don't know the pressure of being gifted in a room of folk who bathe in average. They always want to attack your thought pattern and your idea and your concepts because they can't even conceptualize where you got that from and why it is that you are drawn in that way. But they don't understand. I'm not like the rest of y'all, so I get why you got an attitude. I am gifted in a different dimension. The Lord said, Baziel, with all the anointing that's on you, all of the gift that's on you, I have got to raise up somebody to walk this journey with you. So I'm going to also put anointing on Ohaliab. And Ohaliab is going to work alongside of you. You need somebody. I know you ain't never heard it in church, but that's why God has you logged on. That's why he's got you in this room. God says you need somebody to bounce ideas off of. You need somebody who you can exchange concepts with. You need somebody who will affirm that you are not crazy. You need somebody who will help you to understand just because you're different don't mean you should be rejected. You need somebody who is not going to be insecure about your intelligence and will not be bothered that your brain operates from a whole nother level. 
Look at the person beside you. Tell them, I was assigned for you. I recognize your gift and I'm not threatened by it. I'm not upset by it. I'm not bothered by it. But I give God glory for it. You don't know how long the person beside you has had to suppress their gift because all their life folk been making fun of them and ridiculing them and ostracizing them. But God said in this season of your life, like-minded people are going to be drawn to you. I don't know where y'all are, but would you look at the person beside you? Tell them whatever you've been thinking, go after it. Whatever you've been dreaming, go after it. Whatever you've been conceptualizing, go after it. Before you were by yourself. But if two or three are touching and agreeing, it shall come to pass. Some of y'all better change seats real quick. I need you to find somebody who will shout over your crazy idea. Somebody that will give God glory for your witty invention. Somebody that will bless God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. He says, I am sending somebody to walk alongside you in this season of your life because you're too gifted to be by yourself. Some of y'all miss your shout. I said, you're too gifted to be by yourself. You, 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 you need another dreamer rolling with you right now. You need somebody else that stays up at night. Y'all ain't saying nothing. That will text you and say, you still up too? You still writing too? You still thinking about it too? You need to be connected to somebody else who gets up before the alarm goes off. You need somebody, watch this, who's going to daydream while watching television. You need somebody that'll sit in the car and try to figure out their next plan and their next strategy. You need somebody that's thinking about something they got no experience in, but they see themselves doing. Am I talking to anybody in here? You need that kind of dreamer with you. The Lord says, I'm not going to just anoint one person. I'm going to anoint two. And those two gifted people, those two creatives are going to build the church. I need you to see what happens in Exodus 36, verse number two. How the Lord uh, does something that I never paid attention to until I went into study and reflection and meditation this week. Is the Lord uh, says, we can rebuild this church and I'm going to raise up these two creatives. Now watch what Moses, who is the pastor, says. The, Moses, who is the pastor, says, when you all start bringing the money, do not bring the money to me. No. Say, so don't bring the money to me. Bring the money to the two creatives. Oh, my God. Because the creatives will know how much plywood we need. They'll know how much paint we need. Y'all ain't saying nothing. How much carpet we need. Don't even give it to me. Give it to them. And they will then use the money for the building of the church. Y'all ain't saying nothing because you just missed what I'm trying to tell you. 
the money that God is getting ready to bless you with is not coming through osmosis. If five of y'all don't shout, I'm gonna drop this mic. I'm, I ain't playing with y'all today. He said the money that's getting ready to get your life is not going to come through osmosis. I am getting ready to release a cash flow into your business into your idea y'all still ain't shouting yet she said whatever you working on watch money start coming in that direction for you to be able to build what you trying to build be seated be seated y'all don't feel it yet hallelujah y'all don't feel it yet so let me let me stay right here in the scripture so it says, the money is coming to creatives. The money is coming for those who are industrious. The money is coming to those who are innovators. And it is going to flow through their hands to build the church. Y'all still ain't getting this thing. And the Bible says something crazy. The money came every day. Every day, new contracts started coming. Every day, new clients started coming. Every day, money started coming. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, his hand has provided. Give us this day our daily bread. I wonder if your faith is prepared for money to hit your account five days a week. Some of y'all better curse that demon that has told you you only gonna get paid twice a month. The devil is a lie. I declare over every worshiper, get ready for daily revenue. Get ready for daily income. Get ready for money on top of money. Pastor, how is it gonna come? Exceedingly abundant. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Musician, let me walk by myself. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Every day I'm hustling. <laughs> God, I can't hear nobody. I said every day. I'm a ball till I fall. When I wake up, money is gonna start looking for me. I expect checks in the mail. My zeal is getting ready to go off. Watch my cash app blow up every day. Says I am sending it to finance your project to finance your dream, to finance your idea. Hallelujah, you ain't gonna have to beg for nothing. This ain't just for shelters, this is for workers. Come on, I can't hear nobody. God ain't getting ready to bless lazy believers. But those of y'all that got something on your mind, y'all ain't ready for it. I said, you got something on your mind and the only thing you missing is capital to get started. God said, watch it show up this week. Watch God blow your mind. Hallelujah. I give him glory. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel something getting ready to break in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. I'm trying not to run. 
I need you to just grab your neighbor, tell them all the startup money you need is getting ready to hit your life. God gonna pay for the workspace. He gonna work, pay for the staff. He gonna pay for the computers. He gonna pay for the stationery. He gonna pay for your next house. He gonna pay for the vehicle you need. He gonna pay for you to get certified. He gonna pay to stay all of that bad stuff off your credit. God is gonna give you what's necessary. Hallelujah. You may be seated, please. Hallelujah. I feel this glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. I need you to just take somebody's hand. Hallelujah. Would you take somebody's hand? and tell them you gotta excuse me. Tell your neighbor, you gotta excuse me. I just heard something. Heaven, look at them, tell them heaven is gonna pay for my dream. Heaven is gonna pay for my idea. Heaven! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I give you glory. Hey, hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. If you got another scream in you, I dare you to open up your mouth that your children's dream is going to be paid for. I dare you to open up your mouth. Come on. You may be seated. says, I am going to build the church, but it's going to come through creatives. It's going to come through um, entrepreneurs. It's going to come through innovators. It's going to come through people, watch this, who are not in the five-fold ministry gifts. But they have something to offer. The people started bringing the offering, watch this, because they trusted the ability of the creatives. Huh. Says, uh, I, I, I got to make sure when you get this opportunity, you are not going to drop the ball. I'm going to say this to you. Not too many people are going to shout over this. He says, I have taken the last three years to see whether I could trust you with a flush of cash. God, I can't hear nobody. Had you gotten it three years ago, you would have blown it. But you have matured so much in me that now I can trust you with extraordinary wealth. I can't hear no screamers because I need you to understand that the wealth I'm getting ready to give you is not for you. I'm waiting on the real praisers. He said the wealth you get ready to go in is not for you to be a, buy a house and bag and shoe. I hope mature people will shout. He said I am going to make you wealthy to pay off the church. I am going to make you wealthy so that every need of the ministry is Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Exodus 36, the Bible says Moses 
Watch what Moses does in Exodus 36, verse number two. Moses calls all the skilled people. I want you to read it when you get home. Moses calls all the skilled people to work. The mistake that the church makes is we just call people who are available. We kept letting people work because they got a good heart, but have no ability. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. But I declare that God is getting ready to make room for people who have ability, but have been looked over. That folk have no idea if you ever back up off me and let me flow in my gift, I would be able to do something of significance, but I don't need you to micromanage me and look over my shoulder. Let me do what I'm anointed to do. There's a gift that I can apply. Says I'm calling all the skilled people, all the people who have ability, Hear this, because Moses doesn't know how to build. Miriam don't know how to build. So he's got to raise up people who have the skill, who have the ability, have the gift. And the Bible says people just start coming. They start bringing offering. They put it into the hands of the skilled people. And the skilled people, watch this, once they have the money, don't go to Linux. Once they have the money, they are not shopping online. They use the money that is given to them by God to develop their idea. Some of y'all, this sermon ain't even for you. I'm sorry you even here. But I need you to send a signal to God that says, God, if you give me the capital for this, I promise you can trust me. I know some of y'all can't do it, but those of y'all that are making a covenant with God, God, if you give it to me, I'ma do better than my dad did. I'ma do better than my cousins did. I'ma do better than my friends did. I can't blow this opportunity. So as soon as they get the capital, they invested in their craft, invested in their idea, invested in their dream. And when they do that, the money keeps coming. The gift keeps coming. And every time they get it, they bring it to the church. Hallelujah. Would you do this for me, please? Just do this for me. Just do this. Just come on. Y'all here? Come on, come on. Are y'all here? Pastor, why I'm doing this? Yes. It's gonna keep coming. Yes. Come, come, come on. I can't hear nobody. I'm, I'm waiting on y'all. I said it's gonna keep coming. I'm in the Bible. Give and it'll be given back to you. Give. It's gonna keep going. Don't wave your hand if you ain't a tither, if you ain't a giver, if you ain't a sower. It's gonna keep coming. Softly musicians. Softly, you may be seated. Moses 
doesn't make the next statement. The deacons don't make the next statement. Um, Miriam doesn't make the next statement. The tribe of priests don't make the next statement. It's the greatest declaration that I have ever heard from lay people. And I got to tell you transparently, I got to pray to get to this point. Because I'm not sure that I'm there yet, but I want to be. I want you to hear what the creative say next to Moses. They say to Moses, enough! I have enough to get done what I prayed for. Oh my God. And I know that in our thirst to always get and to acquire and to stack up, can you imagine that God's giving me put you in a position to pray a prayer you have never prayed in your life? Lord, thank you. For the very first time in my life, I got enough. I, I, I know some of y'all ain't there yet, but I, God, I can't hear nobody. Anybody want to be in that position to say, Lord, there's got to be somebody else you can bless. But I want to thank you because you gave me enough. I don't need another thing. I don't need to buy another thing. I don't need to accomplish nothing else. The old mothers in the church used to say, if he don't do another thing, God, y'all ain't say, he done enough already. I, anybody in here want to be at a place that the year of 2024, will be the year you finally say to God, I got enough. Are oh, y'all ain't there yet? Come on, that's where my faith is. God, you gotta bless somebody else. I got enough. Hallelujah. I'm gonna pray for you. Let your pastor pray for you. Please lift up that hand. I want you to be in divine position to have enough. Enough to take care of your kids. Enough to pay off the house. But five of y'all that don't mind y'all. Enough to retire comfortably. Come on, I can't hear nobody else. I got enough to be a blessing to people in my family. I got enough. Can you imagine the nerve to be able to begin praying, Lord, I got enough. Whatever you got for me, give it to my friend. I want them to experience the overflow life I'm now in. I can't hear nobody. God said, when you give me glory, you're getting ready to kill seven demons. Watch this. We are killing the spirit of greed. Come on, open up your mouth. I want God to put me in a position of contentment. Lord, let me have enough. 
Those of you, your faith comes into agreement with my faith. I want you to just worship him for just 30 seconds. Listen to him before you do it. You get ready to worship him for the anointing of the skills you have. You're going to worship him, watch this, for the contracts and the opportunities that are connected to that skill. You're going to worship him for the money that is attached to the contracts and the opportunity. And hear this, you are getting ready to worship God in that last instance for the glory to rest on the friend that tolerates your craziness. Come on. You, that person just flashed right before your eyes, right there. Would you take one moment, come on, just 30 seconds, would you open up your mouth? Come on, bless him that you're gonna have more than enough. Come on, come on, open up your mouth. Come on, come on, you only got five seconds left. Open up your mouth. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.